0: Hey everybody, welcome back for part two of episode 32, treinta dos y parte dos, in the Espanol language, that's right, it's 32.2, 32 part two of the John D. podcast, and I took a little break, I was gonna think about just putting a commercial in there or something like that, like an ad, um, and then have, and then just roll into part two kind of that way, but I was like, no, because I was getting, no. I was getting on, uh, already doing like that was close to an hour. And I thought, well, you know, maybe somebody's driving to work, whatever. Well, they could pause here, come back, hear part two later, or listen to the whole thing. Does it whatever, whatever, whatever floats your boat? Uh, and some people might say, well, why don't you just make that whole other episode? I don't know. I guess I could. I guess I could have called a, uh, episode 33, but I don't know. It's, it ties into some of the stuff. So, um, I just thought I'd do it. You know, plus I went upstairs. I was watching the Caps game, uh, last part of the third period. They scored with like 30, 38 seconds left to tie it with the Flyers, one, one. And then they won in overtime in the three on three, which I'm not really a fan of. But I mean, it's cool to watch in a way because there's strategy to it. Kind of reminds me of the old days when I worked at the ice rink and we played guard hockey, which was like three on three. Uh, hopefully we had a goalie. So, um, but yeah, so, all right, so let's get into it, I guess. I don't know. I guess, that, oh, but I am drinking, but I also wanted to get a beer. I am drinking a non-alcohol beer. I do love my Heineken Zeros and some of my Becks and stuff like that, but I also like something with more flavors, Lagunitas, IPAs. They had the IPNAs, um, uh, but this one, I've never been a huge fan of Sam Adams, their original beer. Sorry. It's just not the way it is. I just haven't but uh actually back in the day which was a wednesday uh i don't know like 20 years ago they had a a beer that was called scotch ale sam adam's scotch ale that was pretty good uh i can't find it anymore i don't know if they make it anymore i don't know but this one i guess what they have it's sort of a summery pale ale um kind of looks like a wheat beer <clears throat> stupid trees but they have um they have a regular It's called uh, Wicked Haze. That's what it is. And then this one, that's their non-alcohol version, tastes really good. Got a little citrusy kind of thing to it going on. Uh, It's called Just the Haze. So I'm drinking one of those because I still like beer, man. I just can't do the boozy, boozy part. Now, if somebody could come up with a tequila that, uh, eh, fuck, it's not going to happen. So I was talking before. Now, everybody knows. I was talking before about the legalization of marijuana and stuff like that and i have in the last episode now in other places of the country that's already been legal for a very long time dispensaries different products different types of things now a lot of people because of their station in life have been able to get into this business business whatever it might be in what capacity just because of who they are whether they're a celebrity very rich both uh and in this one person's Instance that I'm about to talk about, he definitely has both. So, uh, are you guys familiar with? uh, Okay, so we all remember the TV show. Remember back in the day, was it? Was it Family Matters? Yeah, they had. uh, Was that the show? Shit, yeah. Um, Jaleel White, who played Steve Urkel, Urkel on Family Matters, Um, was it '90s? '90s? Shit, I'm old. Yeah. Did I do that? That guy. Okay. Some people are out there like I don't fuck. Now most of my demographic probably remembers him, um, but maybe not. So just in case you did, that guy, that guy. Names. His name's Jaleel White. Uh, I actually have a friend of mine that is part of this whole thing that's going on with this business, business, and uh, which is which is cool, eh? Good for him. Um, but it's crazy. So this is this is what this is. How the news broke on it was announced on I heard about it around April uh I guess it was sometime around the I think it was like April twelfth. It was like the second week of April. And then but they announced that on four twenty, April twentieth, which is four twenty, that's a big stoner holiday, right? That Steve Urkel, aka or I said that should be vice versa. <laughs> Jaleel White, aka Steve Urkel, was gonna come out with his own line of uh, of weed products because apparently what has been happening since, from what I've read, the the uh, it, they've had a purple Urkel. Because like I said, there's been uh, dispensaries and stuff like that out for years, right? And they've had a strain that they've sold in these dispensaries called purple Urkel. So apparently Jaleel White is a connoisseur of the cannabis products, and uh, variances thereof, and so apparently he met a guy on a plane to Oakland, which it doesn't say in any article I've read where he was coming from to Oakland, which I thought was interesting. Like <laughs> I, I don't know, but apparently met a, met a guy who's the owner of what's called Seven Ten Labs, which they do a lot of stuff as far as strains of weed and all this other stuff like that and other products. And apparently they ended up sitting next to each other and started talking and realized they were kind of into the same thing and they came up with this. So I guess what Jaleel White's thinking is, hey, if people are going to sell, you know, a weed named Purple Urkel, well, shit, I'm Urkel. I might as well get on the game, right? I don't blame him. I don't blame him. Um, I really don't. I mean, if he likes the stuff and he wants to, then, hey, go ahead. Go ahead. Go <laughs> ahead. Ugh. Hold on, let's get this. Okay, so this is according to CNN. Actor Jaleel White is joining the growing list of celebrities who have launched a cannabis brand. White, known for playing Steve Urkel in the 1990s sitcom Family Matters, is partnering with 7Tam Labs on his new line, It's Purple. Oh, okay, so it's, it's Purple, but it's called Purple. It's set to launch in California on 420 and includes variants of the strain Purple Urkel. All right, there we go. White said the project comes after 20 years of hearing about his fictional TV character displayed. Oh, really? They had a picture. Or I don't think I'd smoke anything with Urkel on it. Yeah, Maybe I would. It was displayed on Canada's products. That's just water. He wrote on the new brand's website that he met his eventual business partner on a flight to Oakland in 2018. It took you three years to come up with this? Nineteen twenty twenty. Yeah, something like that, right? Uh, here's a quote from him. Anyone who knows me personally as Jalee White knows I am an ardent seeker of curated adventures, big laughs, and excellent food. <laughs> okay. Uh all three of these interests are enormously enhanced by top shelf cannabis. I yeah, I could see where that would happen. <laughs> could definitely see that. He said he also hopes to debunk stereotypes associated with cannabis and celebrate its medical breakthroughs. All right, I'm all about that. Burrowing my way into an industry not known for diversity or inclusion has been both challenging and rewarding. I actually read something where 80 uh, percent of the dispensaries in California are 80 percent are owned by uh, whites. The other 20 percent are owned by other minorities. I'm like that's that's a pretty I mean that's a pretty huge number right so I don't think I mean he's going to own the dispensary is he going to do um, other celebrities that have joined the cannabis industry in recent years include Drake uh-huh, Snoop Dogg and Willie Nelson all right well let's <laughs> go figure on that one obviously Snoop Willie Nelson though, I heard he uh, I heard he quit smoking weed but he still thinks that people should. I don't know. I, I think it's cool. I mean, it's, um, it, it, you know, it, why not? Right. It, it, I think it's one of the things is it's just shock value as far as a lot of this goes because, you know, people were, um, you know, going in these dispensaries they were getting something called purple Oracle. Like, dude, we're smoking purple Oracle, man. And then, you know, Jaleel White being like that. I could do this. um, What's the history of it? Because he was talking about the history he wanted to research. Oh, purple. I think you spell Urkel? Let's see. Let's try that one. <clears throat> mm, purple Urkel marijuana stream. This is on. Yes. I am of age. Of it's on PotGuide. Potguide.com. Well, purple, Ur- it got very high ratings. It's uh, apparently it's a California medical. Oh, well, it started in the California medical scene. Okay. Uh it was originally purple Urkel, and they renamed it purple Urkel. Or at least the one strain of it. Huh. It's a slow vegging plant. Veggies turns a deep shade of purple by the time it's finished. Okay. It's got... It's more potent and more flavorful than others. I... I don't know. That talks about phenotypes and... Per, okay, so the story. Purple Oracle is thought to be an inbred <laughs> line dating back to at least 1989, possibly quite a bit earlier. Its origins are thought to be that of pure indica, that's the stuff that kind of makes you more mellow, right? The sativa makes you more like wow, you know. It's made its way to northern California medical clubs in the mid '90s and has been going strong ever since. Being crossed into a wide variety of strains, uh, known for its unmistakable coloration, smell, and overall stability. I don't know what the stability thing part of that is. It's not gonna. Is it gonna? Is it like that stuff that Han Solo was trying to get on the Kessel Run? He had to make sure it stayed stable. <laughs> keep it at a certain temperature. What is the stability part of it? I don't get it. If you don't keep it stable, does all the does all the fun stuff fall off? That's weird. Aroma, skunky, sweet, dark. Fruit fragrance. Flavor, grapey, sweet, and musky. Uh, yeah, very relaxing, mood-elevating. Not, as an, not like a narcotic, but uh very functional strain. Hmm. So I guess he's uh, uh, anti-anxiety, appetite stimulation, sleep aid, and pain relief. I hate to say it, but sign me up. <clears throat> I'm serious. I'm moving to California. No. Mm-hmm. But, <laughs> okay, well that's the history behind it, like y'all already wanted to hear that. But here's some of the things that they're coming out with. So they're gonna sell it in the dispensaries in California. Um it's gonna be sold in eighths. That would be an eighth of an ounce. Uh vape pens. See, you know, they're talking about how vaping's bad for you and then they're gonna put weed in there. I don't I don't know I don't know how much I like that. Edibles. Edibles are fine, right? Uh I don't know. But here's the one that got me was something called Noodle Doinks. (laughs) Man, if I had one of those, I am telling you. I'd be laughing before I ever smoked it. (laughs) Noodle Doinks. Yeah, (laughs) Noodle Doinks, which is a very large, very well-rolled joint, basically. So, as well as some other products, eventually, which will be resin and or edibles. Okay. Yeah. That's the thing. I mean, that's one thing about this as far as um, anything, any of the things out there. And I've talked about before, episode before last, where you find out strains, strengths, qualities, stuff like that. And you can really kind of regulate the medicinal side, especially of of marijuana and what it does to the body. So for instance, with this purple Urkel stuff, you wanna you wanna mellow out, maybe release some anxiety, some muscle pain or something like that. Sounds like a good thing. I just noodle doinks. Plus I also think it's funny that the guy who <laughs> the guy, <clears throat> the guy who played Steve Urkel he's a little bit of a pat hand. Then I smoked that. <clears throat> All right. <laughs> I thought that was cool. All right, all right, all right. Where are we at? only really forty. Yeah, this is part two. It's part two. Just an addendum, an add on. No, the addendum when you change something. An addendum, an add on. Hey Siri, what does addendum mean? An item of additional material, typically emissions, added at the end of a book or other publication. Oh, do you it? want to hear the remaining one? No, no. <laughs> she just closes. So it's an add-on to something. Okay, so so it's an addendum. So it's like, maybe I should just call it episode thirty-two addendum. Sorry, I got a little bit. Of- all right. Did you hear that? That little noise? That was from my phone being next to the mixer. This shit's all crazy. I I wonder sometimes when I sit in here and I got computers on and. Uh, power sources and then mixers and everything and I wonder how many fields of stuff is going through I me. Mean, how many fields of energy <laughs> going through? All right, guess what? All right, so we're gonna do this, and then we got a couple more things to talk about. Um, I got some emails, people. Yeah, you too can email the show. You can email the show at the t h e e John D J O N D podcast at gmail dot com. The John D podcast at Gmail. I got a couple people actually wrote in. I got one that wrote in. Well, three. One of them literally made no fucking sense. And I don't think it was spam. I think, I don't know. I don't I don't know if the person was fucking with me or I don't know what they were doing. But yeah. So, but I actually had two that made sense sort of. Now, the way this came, to, hold on. I got to pull them up. So I got a couple of them that were cool. I read through them mostly, um, but it was the other night. And I didn't read them to the point of where it was like, you know, um, like I was really into it so I could, because I kind of want to read these, uh, with a little bit of surprise in me so you can get sort of a genuine reaction yourself, the listener out there. So hold on. I got to go to my Gmail. Here we go. All right, here we go. First one is from uh, from a young lady. I don't know how old she is. She didn't say. Um, okay, so here we go. Are you ready? It's the first email I've ever read on this show from somebody. I think it's very interesting. All right, here we go. Why is it doing this? I opened it. Oh, it's all small. Well, even my glasses on, this is... Why is it doing it? Gmail, you're fucking with me. All right, this might be a little discon uh, disconjointed because I had to kind of scroll over and then scroll back and scroll over to see it. <clears throat> I'm starting to think I need glasses all the time. If. All right. Hey, John D. Hey, how are you? <laughs> Uh, my name is Tammy, and greetings from the Midwest. Why do people always do that? I don't... No, no, no. Hear me out. Hear me out. So, for instance, I remember one time I was at a show. I was doing a show. I was at the Richmond Funny Bone, and I said to a guy, I was like... He said, hey, you're you're really funny, man. I said, awesome, thanks. He said, do you ever make it out to the Midwest? And I said, oh, is that where you live? He like, yeah, I live out in the Midwest. Why can't you just say the state? You know what I mean? Like, why can't you just say, oh, I live in Ohio? I mean... Midwest, it's not like I'm going to show up in central Indiana. You know, you come home from work, I'm sitting in your drive, you're like, hey, what's up? I thought I'd find you here. Greetings from the Midwest. <laughs> okay, well, hi, Tammy, how are you? All right. Uh, oh, thanks for your show. Been a listener since episode eight, and I really enjoy it. I listen to it on my way to work every day. And then usually some on the way home at, in the evening. Just to let you know, your Trump rant from a few episodes ago definitely lost some people, including my brother. Well, I don't give a shit. <laughs> uh, he is an adamant. She's, I think that's an A-N-T, but okay. Um, am not making fun of you, Tammy. I'm just saying. He's an adamant uh, A-T-E. Okay. Whatever. He's an adamant Trump supporter. No matter how much I try to convince him not to be one, and that the guy is a loser-ass piece of shit. <laughs> hey, people, that's Tammy from the Midwest saying this. It's not me. No matter how much I try to convince him that he's a loser. ass Oh well, she said P. PO- All right, I could have said P.O.S. I don't know. That that that. Uh, okay. He knows he's loser-ass uh, P.O.S. I'm not trying to convince him that he's a loser-ass P.O.S. He still insists that he is the best thing for this country at, the, at this time. He is also very anti-Mexican. <laughs> Wait, Trump or your brother? I guess they're both, right? Well, Trump's not anti-Mexican. He just has them work at his uh, resorts and hotels and just refuses to pay him what they're supposed to be paid. So I guess it's your brother. Um, anyways, uh, however, I am still a fan and we'll continue to listen. Uh, please say hello to Liz for me. And I hope your son is doing great. P.S. I am a school teacher, but I teach in person, not virtual. Oh, okay. And just just to let you know, I'd much rather go back to being virtual so I don't have to smell the kids' whole thing. <laughs> Whew. Oh, Tammy from the Midwest, you are hilarious. You should do your own podcast about um yeah, so she doesn't want to be in person teaching anymore. She wants to be she wants to be virtual. Okay. Um can't wait to hear your new episode. Uh my boyfriend listened to last episode, says you're interesting. He will he says he's going to try to catch up on other ones he hasn't heard. And you might have a new listener out of it because of me. Thanks very much and appreciate what you do. Sincerely, Tammy. Wow. That was pretty nice. Huh. Thank you, Tammy from the Midwest, if you're out there listening. See, I get demographics on different states and people that listen. So I got a, I got a couple out there. I could probably find you, Tammy. I'm going to be in your driveway. You know? Hey, I thought I'd find you. Is you Tammy? Are you ta- no, you're not? Shit. All right. Put the gun down. Put the gun all right well thank you that was pretty cool tammy from the midwest <laughs> I, uh, I can't wait to tell my wife that and I, and also uh i have teachers in my family have teachers that are friends of mine and uh i can't wait to tell them that they'd rather be virtual so i have to smell the kids i don't know most of the kids i gotta admit with the kid being virtual, he doesn't probably bathe as much as he should. But, I mean, it's not a ragamuffin running around, but, yeah. That was one day a while back. Like, I, he was like, Daddy, he came and, like, just stood next to me and was like, Daddy, can I have a I was like, first thing you do is go jump your ass in the <laughs> in the tub and wash up a little bit. Mr. Mister Blackfoot. <laughs> he did. I'm like, where the hell have you been running? All right. Another email. This is so cool. I love this. Uh, All right. This one is from a guy named Josh. Hey, John D. Greetings from Arizona. What? Greedy? I've gotten greetings in two emails. Hello, my name is Josh. I am a mid-20 white male. What is this? a wanted ad? A mid-20s white male. Uh... I live in Arizona. I'm not originally from there. Um, Just want to let you know that I would pay money to have an episode be called The John D. Sucks. (laughs) Well, the podcast or me? If you want to say I suck, that's one thing. That probably won't cost you anything. Just don't say the show sucks. All right. Um, What do you think of my initial offer for $1 for one episode of The John D. Sucks? But you didn't put podcasts in there. So I have to charge you $5. Um, <laughs> uh, Just started listening to your show recently. I actually was at home doing house chores. That sounds interesting. <laughs> Were you hanging up laundry on the line outside? Waiting for to dry in the Arizona sun? Um, I'm trying to scroll back and forth. I don't know why this is so... Small. Uh, all right. Um, doing house chores. So I so assume you were inside because he says after this I told Alexa to go on her podcast and I tried to find new ones that I hadn't heard before. Yours popped up. I hit play. And I've been a fan since. Awesome, man. Thank you, dude. Um. Uh, just so you know, the Arizona Coyotes are gonna be badass next year. Well, you say you're not from there, but you do you have family from there? What are you doing in Arizona, Josh? Hmm, interesting. Are you just a fan already? then you moved? Did you move there to watch the Coyotes play? What What's going on here, Josh? Okay. Um. No, here we go. Uh, Arizona Coyotes be badass next year. Eh, maybe. I don't know. They got some good players. But I don't see them making huge rifts in the um, in the NHL. But yeah, they could do stuff. Uh, can't wait to see the next episode. Hopefully, you read my email. Hey, I'm doing it right now. Um, just so you know, recently I quit drinking. I'm at day number six. Ooh, okay. And was wondering if you had any tips to get through it and do such a fine job as you have. Such such a fine. That was, I think that was, yeah, it was like I guess You left the eye up. Such a job as you have. There we go. Anything you could add to let me know, uh, I would greatly appreciate it. Okay. And then, I mean, I'm taking out stuff that I don't want to read on the show because it's, you know, ooh, okay, 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 I got it. Alcohol has screwed up a lot of my relationships, both personal and family, as well as I lost a job most recently because of it, and now I'm trying to get my life back in order. Okay. Well, when was this written? Uh, Today's, what, May 8th? Hold on, hold on, hold on. Gmail. This is written on uh, April 29th. Okay. Okay. Hmm. Okay, Josh. Um, yeah. All right. Well, what can I tell you? Um, I don't know your situation as far as what you went into. As far as I mean, you just said you just said some very good reasons for why you decided to quit drinking. Um, I kind of the same thing. I didn't lose a job over anything like that, but um, you know, it was affecting things in my life. It was affecting things that I wanted to get done. It was affecting things that I. Uh, just situations, just I was becoming kind of, uh, how can I say, it? I was kind of becoming closed off myself. And, you know, the, the whole the whole pandemic thing didn't help, obviously, right? Because basically wake up, a few hours after waking up, you're thinking, might as well start drinking, because what else do I have to do? <laughs> right? And so that probably exacerbated the situation. Um, You said you're at day six. And now this was obviously a little bit ago so I hope you're still in the same situation I'm actually going to email you back uh, just to check and I'm sorry for not getting back to you earlier and not making an episode earlier just so I could tell you this but I mean hang in there dude it's you know I'm sure there's harder things to do I mean I remember at times I've thought about just quitting drinking and you know but when a doctor says hey man you're really well he said dude I don't know if you remember that from I was like dude (laughs) dead listen man dead listen Listen, dead. Dated drinking too many beers, dead. Drinking too many. You keep doing this stuff. Getting up, uh, being in the, the troubles. And that's basically what happened to me. Um, but, you know, anything you can do to help. it. So when I went to the, uh, basically they, they said, look, you know, you got to stop doing this or you're just going to be in trouble. Um, I don't know if that happened to you or it was a medical thing, but it's like you said, it's a personal life situation. So, um, the first few days are gonna are tough. Which I, if you're on day six, you've already experienced that. But every day gets a little bit easier, man. And you'll you you can get there. Yes, there's times. I don't know what you were drinking, but yeah, I I loved beer. I especially loved good beer. But also like me, a, you know I miss having just chugging a Miller Lite. But you know what, I can't. But there are. I'd still drink beer. Like I said, it's but it's not alcoholic beer, and it's that's really helped. I tell people all the time it's kinda of like a placebo effect for me. Um I don't know, there's other things you can do. There's natural remedies. I know a dude that quit uh quit drinking and he was he was pretty bad. Um he quit drinking uh by smoking a lot of weed. I'm not saying you should do this. I'm not saying anybody should do this. But he he um he quit and he's been sober for two and a half years now. So you know there's different things. That's it's one thing about doing this as far as quitting drinking because you know even if I follow a doctor's advice and said okay he said you know you got to take several months to a year I might not even I don't even want to think about that in the equation so maybe you're thinking I just need to do the stop for a little while don't even put that in the equation that's all I would say and I have a, a dry erase board on the side of my refrigerator well it's the family's refrigerator and cuz everything in this house is everybody's depending on who you ask <clears throat> but i have a dry erase board that's like a calendar thing and every day i go in the upper right hand corner in red dry erase marker is um is a number and that number is the number of days it has been since i drank so right now it's sitting at 79 days so and then tomorrow when i wake up i'll Erase. Well, I'll race the seven and the nine and I'll make it 80 days and then, and then 81, 82 and so on every day. And that's just what I do. But, you know, I, 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 have not gone to any meetings. Maybe that's something you might want to do. A lot of people do therapy. That might be something of it. I know a lot of people that that has helped. I have a friend of mine who not just quit drinking, he quit a lot of stuff all at once. Let's just put it that way. And, yeah, he's done NA, AA, all that stuff. Different things. All of this, what it's taught me is that different things affect different people in different ways as far, not just getting into them, being a part of them, but also trying to get away from them. You know what I mean? So, you know, if you're trying to get out of a lifelong or, you know, a long time of, I mean, I don't know what time you, what time, what time? Well, what, what time of day you started drinking? I don't know when in your life you started drinking, but... You know, if there's been years and years of this, and it's just every day, and you were just kind of starting to fuck shit up, then yeah, I think you're making the right decision, and it might be something you want to think about all the time. I'm I'm permanently just I'm probably done. I I was joking with a friend of mine and Liz the other night, and I said that uh, I'll do a shot of tequila at my son's wedding. Well, my he he's he's eight, so that's not gonna happen anytime soon. So I'll drink a shot of tequila at my son's wedding. <laughs> And then I'll probably get hammered because my son's getting murdered. No. <clears throat> so I don't know what's going to work for you. But I do know that it is possible to do it. I think that if you saw yourself um, having things get screwed up in your life that you cared about, you really were into, and it's taking that away from you, then you're definitely making the right decision. And... um I don't know. You say you're not from Arizona, but you're in Arizona, right? So I don't know who's around you, but I've been very lucky to have uh, an awesome wife who treats me really good, and she's supported me so much through all this. Um, and then a uh, very loving son who, you know, he's eight, but he understands. And uh, and some other friends and stuff like that who have also been encouraging. And also people who have, you know, I've had friends of mine lately that say, hey man, I am. I'm thinking I should quit drinking because, you know, they've had issues with with uh you know that type of stuff. And you know obviously you're uh yeah. So basically, yeah. So you're I'm trying to figure out what I'm gonna say here. Um I actually did not read that part of the email. Well not down that far. I didn't I thought you were gonna say like you would quit and then I don't I wasn't didn't know I was gonna have to give advice, but I'm glad to um whatever's gonna work for you is going to work for you. Um but I, I'd say if that was six days, you wrote the email on the 29th. That's what one. That's ten days. Now see so sixteen days. So if you're sixteen days, right? Is that right? Sixteen days. If you can get that far, you can go seventeen. If you can, and uh, if you can get seventeen, you can get eighteen, um, and so on and so on. It's that's literally, you know, it is. I hate to say it, but a lot of people they'll say, oh, it's it's one day at a time. It is one day at a time. It's one day at a time, one week at a time, one month at a time. You know, it's hard to believe that I'll be at 90, uh, 10 days after tomorrow. Right. That's a little weird. So, uh, there's also things you can do. I mean, there's, I don't know. I don't want to ab advocate pills. There are some things that doctors can give you that will help you curve that, but that's really more towards the beginning. And if you are right now at 16 days, um, then I don't think you need that. Um, There, you know, there's stuff that they can give you in the beginning that will help you with, with any type of situation where, you know, you might have cravings or withdrawals or anything like that. Cause alcohol is, is just like anything else. It's a drug, man. It's a drug and it's a fun, it's it's fun. I dude, I miss getting drunk. I miss getting hammer time and hanging out with my friends and you know, whatever. But, you know, there's other things I don't miss <laughs> I don't miss misstepping and almost falling down or you know or you know whatever could happen getting mad and fighting about some with somebody you don't know, remember how the freaking argument started um, if you're saying that alcohol has affected your personal situation I'd say that's probably a good chance that that happened so um I am gonna to email you back though on this because uh, I have your email address I'm gonna email you back um, as soon as I get off I hear, I'm gonna post this. And uh, but I want you, but I want you to know that you can hear this. And I hope that I helped. I don't know. Um, if you want to stay in contact, that's fine. You can email me at the show. I'll gladly or hit me up on Twitter. Um, it's at John Podcast. Um, or and and you can you should should be on direct message me or just just email the show, dude. I'll I'll do anything, man. You know, whatever you can do. The one thing that I'm going to give you kudos on and I'm going to say that you're doing right right now is the fact that you are quitting, uh, in your age, that the age you are. Um, so, you know, and you know what, It, it might happen. You might go 16 days. You might go, you might be back to drinking now, but if it's something you feel like you need to do, you probably need to do it. And, uh, that's what happened with me basically. So, um, Yeah, but even if you go back to it, you know, eventually at some point you might feel like you need to quit again. And, you know, I've known, God, this one comic I know, um, I worked with him years ago. I was working up in Poughkeepsie, New York. And uh, he was pretty well known at the time. Not, you know, he'd been on Comedy Central, he'd been on some other stuff. And I was working with him. And we're in Poughkeepsie, New York. It's a place called Go Bananas. I won't say the comic's name, but I'll just say that's where we were. And I was up there and I said, Hey man, uh I'm going to the bar to get a couple beers. It's free beers. And he was like, Yeah. And I said, You want one? And I said, he said, No, because if I have one, I'll drink twenty. So, and I said, How many years have you been sober? He said, you know, it was like sixteen or something like that. So, I mean, you never know. You could be sixteen years from now going, Yeah, I quit drinking sixteen years ago today. And it happens. There's other it's true. There's other things in life besides drinking. Like, I enjoy the fact that I can literally just get in my car and drive anytime I want. You know, my wife Liz pisses me off. <laughs> I'm just joking. I'm just, I don't want to hear me say that. Uh, but no, it's, yeah. There's advantages. Yeah. Will you miss it? Yes. But I think you'll really appreciate it and think, I don't know. I feel better about myself, I think, you know? Nobody can sit there and call you a worthless drunk if you aren't one. <laughs> <clears throat> I guess that's what I would say. So, okay. Well, I hope that I hope that helped, Josh. I really do. And I'm gonna email. You, I really am. I'm gonna email you uh, as soon as I get done recording here tonight. Um, yeah. All right. Well, I guess that's. I guess that's enough for now, as far as that goes. We're at thirty. Okay. Um, yeah, but email the show people uh the johnny podcast at gmail.com. I'd love to hear some more. Those were really cool. I I've always wanted to do that. I've always wanted to read emails. I've had some other stuff that I've read over the course of the oh geez. It's uh over a year, over a year and a couple months that I've been doing this. So um yeah email me. Um all right one one more thing. We're about to get out of here. So Josh hang in there dude. Uh Tammy thank you so much for writing in uh If you live in California, get this Purple Oracle stuff because I hear it's pretty good. That's what I hear. You know, social media, the intranet, the intranet. I have some, I know somebody that calls it that can constantly, you ever know somebody somebody that they say that one word completely wrong and no matter how many times you try to, I think I've talked about that before. Just that intranet. No, just go over there and look on the intranet. the fuck is the intranet? Uh, Real quick. Real quick before we get out of here. Um, thank you for listening to part two of of the show here today. Like I said, it's I knew it was gonna work out to be like a I mean shit. I did an hour before and this is going into forty minutes. So I know I kinda of went on. I hope and the advice I was trying to get to Josh was Josh, not from Arizona, but in Arizona. <laughs> um I hope that maybe somebody else out there listening, maybe that um helped him a little bit. Okay. So that's that's yeah. I'm not on a high horse. I'm not trying to preach. I'm just trying to tell you what I've been through and uh, and what other people that I have known who've been through. So anyways. Oh, this one. I'm not it's a little sad. But uh, it's okay. So Tawny Katane. Do we know who she do do we all out there know? Do you guys over there know? All right, sit back down. I know I know who yes, she was hot. Yes, she was. I know. Okay, settle down, dude. Okay, we're almost done. That's funny. I'm talking to nobody. <clears throat> uh, I keep waiting for Liz to come around sometime. Who the fuck are you talking to? Uh, My studio people. My imagined... <clears throat> All right. Tawny Katane. She was in the... One of the best movie roles she ever had. She was in a couple. Was She was in uh, Bachelor Party... With old uh, old Tommy Hanks there, who's a, I think he's a great actor. Uh, she was really good in that. She, remember, remember, Bachelor Party. He was a school bus driver, and she was a rich girl. And um, he, yeah, he was a school bus driver, and his his her parents didn't want her to marry him. Uh, he was a school bus driver, and I think did he drive a short bus? I think he drove a short bus. Not that that matters. I'm just wondering. But anyways, uh he's going to have a bachelor party and his friends rent a big hotel room. Bunch of uh bunch of bunch of goyels show up and most of them are being hookers. It, it basically it's all I was telling Liz today. It was that it came in that whole era of movies in the in the 80s and 90s where they were just a bunch of um it was just a bunch of TNA Supposed to be funny, but they really weren't. Uh, you watch them when you're 14 on HBO late night. Um, what other ones? Revenge of the Nerds, uh, Porkies, um, which all kind of tried to follow in the vein of what was Animal House, but Animal House was just epic beyond, like, you know, uh, just what comedy was, as far as that vein goes, I guess is what I would say. Uh but Tawny ugh, Tawny Catane. Uh yeah. Hottie. Just a hottie. And then of course a lot of people know her from the um White Snake video where she's rolling around in the car. She was also in another one. Is this Love? That was the other one that she was in. But the one where she's on the car. That's uh yeah. Well she was actually married to Coverdale from White Snake. Uh for a couple of years. That didn't work out. And then she actually married somebody else. Um, who was a baseball player, and she had uh, she had some kids with him. But yeah, I just I just remember watching things that she was in, like the video for "Here I Go Again" or not really bachelor party, but yeah, definitely that video for "Here I Go Again." And my mom yelling down the stairs like, "John, have you done, Jonathan, have you done your homework? Have you done your homework?" I'm Like, hold on, mom, I'm saving stuff up for later. Uh, <laughs> I was fourteen. What are you gonna do? Somewhere in that range. 12, 13, 14. Same freaking difference, really. Yeah. You see side boob and you're like... <laughs> you know? Yeah. Yeah, Tawny contained. So she passed away at the age of 59. I'm sorry to hear that. Uh, yeah. It's, it's actually really interesting. So one thing. Go and read... Um, so I don't know if you know this, but the movie Almost Famous. Not that it was based on her, but some of the people that were associated with making that movie, she was kind of one of those people that they kind of uh, based the character, some of the characters in the movie on. I guess some of the groupies type stuff. But um, she basically, Tawny Katane, went to a metal show somewhere L.A. or something like that, went to see the band, managed to get backstage passes at the age of 14. She <laughs> sure. Uh, but she saw like all the bands, members, girlfriends, like what they, the treatment that they got, what they got to do, hang out with these rock stars, all that fun stuff. And it just instantly, instantly hooked her onto just being like, I want that. <laughs> I almost said hooker. No, no, no. I respect, whatever. I don't, you can't blame somebody, a woman for, you know, was, you're rocking out in front of thousands of people. And of course, and uh, she was a hottie, man. She was a hottie. I was very sad to hear about that passing. So I just want to give a shout out on the show to her and in remembrance. So, yeah, I definitely, whew. That was a full one. All right. So that, I guess that's it. I had uh, quote. What did I write that down for? Mm. It's from the movie um, Willy Wonka and the Chocolate Factory. Uh, I don't know why, but I was having a Gene Wilder moment the other day, and I wrote down, "We are the music makers and the and the dreamers of dreams." Yeah, remember that, people. Okay, we are the you all make your own music, right? We all make our own music, in whatever way, whatever it may be. And as long as you're a dreamer of dreams, then. I think that's what it was. As long as we're a dreamer of dreams, you know, there's always something ahead of you, right? So, Josh in Arizona, think that. Tammy from the Midwest, I'm sorry your brother's a Trump idiot, but maybe you can bring him back. Thank you guys for the support. Thank you all for the support. And make sure you keep on dreaming, right? Keep on dreaming. I'm serious, y'all. Keep it up. All right. That has been episode number 32. Parts one and two. Trinta dos. Y parte uno. Y parte dos. Trinta dos. Yeah. And uh, thanks for listening. I know it was a long episode, but I took some time off. And this was going to be almost as long as the, <laughs> as the first part was. Yay. <clears throat> Breaking into two days, people. Unless you work my old shitty job where you're uh, a prep cook and you're making soup all day. And you got nothing better to listen to. <clears throat> Uh yeah, so uh, Twitter, like I said, at John Podcast, J O N Podcast, John D Comedy, J O N D Comedy. Uh, Facebook, the John D Podcast, T A G E J O N D Podcast. Listener support buttons. There's multiple ways to do it. If you want to rename the studio, the Loser Mill Creation Studio for an episode, I'll tell you that. Uh, I think I got some uh some old stereo equipment. If you guys want to buy that, <laughs> or you can just uh, you can uh, to support throw me a couple bucks. But as I always say, if it comes down to me or a charity, give, them, give the money to the charity because they're definitely doing good work, such as Feeding America uh, and No Kid Hungry, both of those, .org, FeedingAmerica.org, NoKidHungry.org. Feeding America focuses on feeding families uh, that are either at home, homelessness uh, or could be in other situations, making sure that they have food, um, they've also helped a lot of people, uh, with, uh, who are say for instance, military families where the, um, one of the members of the family is away, uh, for service. And so they're not doing as well as they could be because of their, you know, nobody's home. <clears throat> and the single parent has had to say, for instance, quit their job in order to do the homeschool type thing, stuff like that. They help out with stuff like that. That's feedingamerica.org. Also, it, I don't know if you know this or not, but if you, um, there are some brands out there. You can look it up on their website. There's certain brands of products, such as foods, stuff like that. If you go out and purchase the products, what it does, it it actually will. I forgot what what was I looking at the other day. Shit. Uh, will say was it? Yeah, it was a cereal. I forgot what it was, but it basically, if you bought it, uh, one box equals one meal. So that's pretty cool. So do that. Uh, nokidhungry.org dot Go to that. No Kid Hungry. As I always say, a lot of these kids, um, you know, their best meals of the day come from when they're in school. I definitely saw as a kid, not me, but a lot of other children that I went to school with, their best meal came when they were at school. So, No Kid Hungry make sure that they have food during, after, uh, weekends, um, and also they're going to be facing a big thing with uh, summertime's coming up. So kids in virtual school, all that stuff. So uh, no kid hungry. I was talking about this before, though, with Feeding America, uh, with the military families. We'll Wounded Warrior Project does great things for our men and women who have served our country, uh, and they've sustained some sort of uh, service injuries, whether it be external or internal, whatever they may need. It helps them with those and provides all kinds of services, from mental health to physical to housing to um, just being a friend to them. Um, They do great work. Also, uh, Best Friends Association, bestfriends.org. This is a great uh, charity for pets, for animals. Um, One of the things, and I have talked to somebody with the organization and they do great things. One of their biggest goals is to make all Oh, that's the biggest goal, is what they're working for all shelters in America to be no kill by the year 2025. So, I don't know if you know this or not, but and I hate to say this, but 1,700 animals a day cats and dogs are euthanized because they don't have a home. I, can, I literally I cannot go into an animal shelter and not cry my eyes out. And, um, but these guys, these best friends association, they do great stuff. Look them up bestfriends.org. Let's get to that goal of no kill by 2025. Let's see if we can do it earlier, sooner, right? If we can. Um, Look them up, okay? So I guess that's about it. Um, Yeah, I guess I told you everything I needed to tell you. <laughs> I appreciate you hanging out for parts one and two of episode 32 of the John D. Podcast. I've been your host, John D. Miller. Thank you so much for everything. I'll be back at you as soon as possible. Take care of each other's. All right. Use these and yous and y'alls. All right. See ya.